don't even know what this episode gonna be called. Is this terrible on me? I hope so. But we talking about everything, and I had to bring the man with the plan, Cam. Yes, sir. Adventure podcast. Back, back at on it on the show for. We we've been at it for yeah, bro. It's, <laughs> it's going on. It's going on like three years, bro. We've been doing these since really 2020, bro. Since the pandemic. Yeah. Early pandemic. Early pandemic. <laughs> we was in here. We was in the living room. A lot of We've shit to change. Yeah. <laughs> new camera, new audio, all that. I hope y'all really like this episode where we're going to cover a lot of things. We're going to talk about election. We're going to talk about student loans. We're going to talk sure. about Ukraine and Russia, China, Trump, everything. And we're going to get into what it really means. I think the focus of this episode will be talking about third party and like the importance of the upcoming presidential election and what black people should do as a community, as a people. So you've seen this discourse, you've seen this argument over the years. Um, people say that if you vote third party, you're taken away from Democrats or you're basically a vote for anybody, but the Democratic Party is a vote for Trump, a vote yeah. for DeSantis, a yeah. vote for, they, you can plug anybody in anybody that Republican yeah. seat. They've used this argument, Demo primary liberals or leftists, whatever you want to call it, have used this argument for like the last 20 years. If you're not voting Democrat, you're basically voting for ex-Republican. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Is that really a fair uh, accusation or a fair argument to have? Um, what are your general thoughts on the importance of the individual vote? Is it more collectivist? Is it more individualist? What do you think? I don't know. I mean, I, I get the line of thinking in that, you know, you're saying that, oh, if you're not voting for... Because, you know, people just don't really have faith in third parties. And, you know, in recent, not in recent years, throughout history has shown us that third party candidates don't really do that well. Um, but I think that I think that at this point in time where we are in 2023, it's like people are so out of touch with the with the duopoly of Republican and Democrats saying like, oh, Democrats are going to do this for me or Republicans are going to do this for me. And, you know, I, I think that many people would say, like, you know, even people who are Republicans and everything, everyday life doesn't change for the average Republican, no matter who they vote for and stuff. So, like, you know, I think that there's also a lot of Republicans also who are apathetic as well, who are just like, they want something fresh also. Um, you know, we're kind of seeing that with DeSantis, in, but like in a opposite way, opposite like, way. you know, like, you know, we, we have Dr. Cornell West who's going third party who wants to, you know, bring in this new ideology or like you know this more um communal ideology and everything and you have Ron DeSantis who's going all in on you know I'm yeah, going Trump to at this point yeah I'm I'm going you, you thought Trump was bad you ain't seen me like you know like I'm like you know just his policy that he's enacting but it's like I think that because and like the same thing with Democrats Democrats have They've been using the same playbook of like, you know, you have to vote for us if you want things to change. Vote like your life depends yeah, on it. Yeah, vote like your life depends on it. But it's like, you know, a lot of Republicans are, the Republican Party, they're trying to recover from, they're still trying to recover from all the damage that Donald Trump did to the party. Like, you know, he they lost all legitimacy with Donald as Trump being, party. yeah, as a party. And so it's like, you know, you that's why DeSantis is now coming along to try and restore order. But it's like, you know, he's trying to do that through... You know, through these wild policies that are like draconian and reversing and all of the progress that people made and everything in the past couple of years or that we've made as a society, he wants to turn that back because, you know, to prove to prove a point and, you know, and what he's using is definitely like tactics of like fascist and authoritarian and like, you know, this is the US, so let's not I'm not gonna call it full on dictatorship or authoritarianism, but it's like it's some of the same principles that these 
people use is like you know you you alienate a certain group of people who in florida it's people who are people of color lgbt like you know just all of this in florida like he's he's literally his campaign slogan or one of them is like where woke comes to die and it's which like is crazy which me. is crazy like and and mind you woke to him means anything progressive like anything any, progressive anything like if liberal. it's not if it's not traditional american values you or know whatever, it's crazy like, that you brought up the word woke just seeing the transformation of that exactly word from where it started in the black community like you know i'm not even going to call it a predominantly hotep thing but it's mm. like you know back in the day when you was woke it was like a, a place of elevated consciousness like yeah was, absolutely uh, it was a higher level of thinking. Like, you know, you're not asleep to the way things are. Exactly. Not necessarily a full out conspiracy theory. Yeah, so um, like, yeah. Side note, side note, side note. Conspiracy theory has low, low key been eaten the last, the last <laughs> hey, few man. years. Like, when it comes to, like, look at COVID, uh, find <laughs> yeah, out the, the post COVID world up, and stuff. Crazy, yeah. bro. They was like, bro, first tweet I saw about COVID coming back from Myrtle Beach spring break. Somebody talking about, oh, this shit definitely came from a lab in China. And what happened? Yeah, they've been eating. Three bro. years later. Yeah, <laughs> it's low, been confirmed. To find, not only did it come from a lab in China, it allegedly was, it was funded by the U.S. as and well. It was, it was put created. out by the State Department. The fact that it was created, like created, you know, this like, wasn't a natural thing. They're exactly. About all them years of denying and calling them people whack jobs. You know, a clock is a broken clock is right twice. Yeah, a day. exactly. They on they on to they've been on to something. The clock's bro. low key been ticking. But back to <laughs> back to the main point though. You know, you brought up the whole thing with third party and how low key Democrats be slandering like anybody that even like thinks about uh, voting third party. It brings me back to this thought. And I just had it. Republicans voted third party in 2020. Trump was not a traditional Republican. Exactly. Trumpism is a new, the Trump Republican is a brand new political party, essentially. Straight up, yeah. Because he's not what Republicans want. He took away from Republican ideology. He took away from the traditional conservative and brought forth new values because he had his own money, his own way. Yeah. And that's the new wave that a lot of these mainstream Republicans are starting to watch. Right. They're no longer the... Bush Republican. They're no longer the Nixon, Mitt Romney's, the, you know, I don't even know anymore. The Rush Limbaugh is like, yeah. this is a whole new wave of Republicans. It's almost like they're voting third party. Is it wrong to vote third party? Uh, somebody, I had watched a video that said that, you know, voting for Cornell West, like Cornell, basically they were basically accusing Cornell West of being a sellout to the black community. Mm. As a black man, is it wrong of you to vote third party instead of voting for Joe Biden, who is the Democratic nominee, most likely? I absolutely do not think so. I think that, um, you know, people people went out and voted for Joe in 2020. What and I say? If you ain't voting for Joe Biden, you ain't, you black. ain't black. Yeah, and and it's like, you know, that, that was the line of thinking back then and everything. And, you know, a couple years later, a couple years removed from... I ain't black if I don't vote for Joe Biden, and well, we you know, for him. And now what have we? You know, like what? What do we really have to show for? Will a third party candidate ever be seen as legit in the mainstream political system? Are I, the everyday Americans really considering voting third party? Are they that much? Like, are they that turned off from Democrat and Republicans that they would throw their vote at a third party candidate? I think that I think that within the within the next. Five to ten years, like you know, let me not say president. Like I, I don't think a president is gonna happen yet, but I do think that like, you know, somebody who's running like in Congress or like you know in or like you We've know seen it in for, Congress, yeah, yeah for for local government or something like you know 
you're going to start to get more people who are coming from outside of the Democrat and Republican Party system. And like you said, like there's already people who are within the the political system that don't really like even if they are under the Republican umbrella or the Democrat umbrella, they're not really like you said, they're not traditional Democrats or traditional Republicans. And so it's like, you know, as and like I said, kind of going back to what I was talking about, so like as as you have these people who are, let's call them just sleeper agents for now, like, you know, they're in the Democratic Party, but like, you know, if they had the chance to a third party candidate came along and, you know, a third party was legitimized, they would probably switch their loyalties to said third, I mean, you know, a, a Democratic values. third party or a Republican third party per se. But, you know, it's just they don't have they don't have that to put it into themselves right now. And I think that's kind of the the plan you know, for right now, especially with people like Cornell West running, is that like, you know, you're, that that gives a legitimate legitimacy as well is that you have somebody who is prominent, who is known that they're running third party. And I think that especially with Gen Z, like, you know, we talked about it before, he's a thought leader and, you know, his knowledge is going to be passed down to future generations of Gen Z. We have like Gen Z in Congress. Those two uh, was it Mississippi? Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. Tennessee, yeah. Like those two guys, like. Uh, they're ju- they're yeah, they're Justin and Justin, Justin both- Jefferson and uh, something Jordan, I think, right? Yeah, I think it was, I yeah. think the other one was Justin too. I think both for Justin. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's like you know those. I like them. Like, yeah, I, exactly. Like you know, they're powerful figures. They're very well spoken. I'm not saying well spoken. Like you yeah, know, I, know like, you, I know what you're you saying. You know, like they command attention. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? Like they, they got gravitas. Not, you know, they got gravity, and it's like it was. It came from a polarizing situation where it's like you know they were made into those figures. Uh, like their faces now, yeah, almost that you can attach to leftists or the woke movement. Yeah, it's like you know, I think we might have some traction when it comes to politicians aging out or yeah, absolutely. Them. And going off of that, like yeah, I do think another reason why I do think that third party can win in the future is that yes, you are starting to have older people phase out of politics. Like you know, at a certain at a certain point, they're gonna have to kick the bucket or they're gonna have to retire. You know. Mitch McConnell, What's her them, old ass them in people. California? Um, she gotta go. Feinstein. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mitch McConnell, Feinstein, uh, some dude in Iowa, whatever. Like, bro, bro they, they like ninety something. Yeah, like they're in, like you know, and the average politician, I think, is the age was crazy. It was like it was 60, definitely it was like definitely above. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely like over sixty five, and it's like and that's kind of another reason why, um, even voting for Joe Biden still to me, it's like. Bro, if there, if this man, if you had an eighty-four-year-old bus driver, you wouldn't, you would be like, "Yo, what's going on?" And we're supposed to vote for an eighty-four-year-old. Well, Cornel man West to ain't be. that too far off, though. He was seventy-six. Yeah, I mean, you're right, you're right. The Cornel West it's, is old, but but that's but that's also why I don't think that he's gonna win either because people use that against him too, and the fact that he's coming as a third party, and that's why that's why I don't think he would win now. But I think that he's gonna set a precedent in the future. That- the one thing that I respect about Republicans is that, you know, no matter who is sitting or like no matter who their Republican nominee is, people are still running. Like they allow people to participate in the presidential election cycle. The thing that really pisses me off with Democrats is that, you know, Joe Biden is the best that Democrats have. If that's the best that we have, we are in trouble. Exactly. Like an 84 year old man, that's representative of Democratic, like, ideology that's representative like that's the best we got yeah like i know like typically you you back the incumbent president okay that's cool but it's like y'all scared to go run y'all don't think y'all could be him and kamala you don't think that you can you and, that, and that's better? my thing too it's like why like i definitely know that there's not a consensus consensus amongst democrats that joe biden is like the 
Or like, you know, it's probably a consensus that he may be the best person, but it's like, why is there, why does nobody think that that y'all have anybody better I think it's just up to cycle? the donors. Like, they just know that the winning bet is the incumbent president. He's the only one that can beat Trump. He's the only one that can beat DeSantis. Nobody else has the backing of the donors. Nobody else has the political support. Nobody else is known well enough. But my thing is, why can't the donors push somebody new? Like Somebody younger. Somebody <laughs> younger. Like, you know. Not to say that Obama came out of nowhere, but it's like, you know, when I was a kid, I ain't never heard of Obama until that presidential election. And most people don't. It's like, when will we get a new face? Like, you know, we got AOC in Congress and stuff like that. We got the uh, 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 um, Jeff, uh, he's a North Carolina Democrat. Uh, Hakeem Jeffries. uh, Him too, Hakeem Jeffries. He's like, Mm -hmm. we got some names and faces Mm -hmm. that are really like well-known and established within Congress and stuff like that. They're good legislators and stuff like that. But it's like, why can't we, you know, say, all right, Joe, you're a little bit too old. We're going to try somebody else new. Yeah. And like, just get all the Democrats to rally behind them. Like, pick one. Let pick them somebody. actually participate in a Democratic, uh, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, a yeah, primary election. Yeah. Like, why can't we do that? Why do y'all so hell bent on just letting Joe Biden run again? Because what if you lose? Yeah. Uh, final thoughts on that. Um, you know. Uh, Going into this next presidential election, I think it's important to realize that, you know, as much as your ancestors or our ancestors fought for the right to vote, equally, I think that people should also consider, black people specifically, should also consider the vote or abstaining the right to vote Mm -hmm. as a form of protest. You know, part of the political process is, you know, you vote for politicians that get the job done. Yeah. If you run on certain promises, you need to execute. Yeah. If you're not executing, you're supposed to go to the next person. That is how Democrat democracy is supposed to function. That's how the world that's how the world works. That's how the world works. If you don't deliver on you will get fired and you will not Exactly. That is how the world works. How dumb does it sound to keep voting for a party that generally is not getting the things that you are voting for executed. Yep. Now, the alternative is, and this is what people need to be cognizant of and very careful of when thinking about voting Republican, a lot of Republican policies are not in the best interest of black people as it stands currently. A lot of the politicians are very polarizing and actually very, very, very far to the right. Yes, they might be good for your pockets, but if you are not the traditional American, like if you fall into one of those protected classes, like, you know, if you're disabled, if you're a part of the queer community, if you are native of any type, you Mm -hmm. know, most of these policies might actually harm people that look like you or fit into one of those categories. So if you're thinking about voting for a Republican, you need to consider that. However, last thing I want to say is that, you know, the most selfish thing you can do in this country is vote. Yep. And I don't think it is wrong necessarily to exercise and participate in that democratic process as an individual. Yes, it's cool to consider the communities that you're a part of, but at the end of the day, it's your vote. You're voting for who you think should be in office. Yep. And I think it's low-key borderline anti-black to tell black people that you always have to vote Democrat. And this is low-key. I'm not going to quote Kanye West or anything like that, but it's like, you know, when we put black people in a box and we expect them to behave or expect us to behave in a certain fashion, like and never be able to being able to deviate, we're not free. No. Nah. In that sense. So that's really all I gotta say on that. If you wanna vote, vote Democrat. If you wanna vote Republican, vote Republican. If you wanna vote third party, there's nothing wrong with voting third party. I'm highly considering it. Mm-hmm. But I'll probably vote Democrat. Mm-hmm. What about you? I'm the same way, bro. Like 
I'm voting for, you know, just kind of what I believe in. And I, I really like what you said about not voting as a form of protest. protest and yeah. I think that, yes, that's a very valid form of, of protest. Like, you know, like, and yes, don't want to disrespect ancestors who fought for people that had the right to vote. But, you know, they were fighting for the right to vote for people that's going to look out for their best interests. If mm-hmm. somebody feels like they're not, uh, if they don't have our best interests at heart, then people are not going to vote for them. And like you said, I mean, Voting for third party can also be another form of protest. protest. It's like, okay, like I'm voting, I'm using my, I'm exercising my right to vote, but I'm not voting for who you think I'm going to vote at for. At least you participate. Yeah, because they don't, they don't have my best interests at heart, so I'm going to vote for somebody who I feel more aligns with what I believe in. Mm-hmm. So, I, like you said, I'm, I'm probably, like you know, traditionally I would vote um, Democrat, but you know, I think that it is a point where it's like, yeah, we kind of, I kind of do want to evaluate and you know, just kind of see what the future holds. What if Joe Biden's gonna stay the the candidate? If more third party people come around, like you know, I'm I'm excited to see, like you know, because I do have more more knowledge than I did last election, and you know, we have the knowledge of what happened in, or what's been happening in the past couple of years with Joe Biden, and you know, there's been some highs, and there's definitely been some uh, some lows, but more than anything, I think it's just been a lot of stagnation, if anything. Like you know, we haven't like things haven't gotten too bad. It wasn't as bad as under Trump, but things haven't gotten progressively better, which is what we were led to believe when we were using that vote on Joe Biden.